Hey, uh, do you know what the people in your sphere do for a living? Like all of them? Like, are we expecting, you know, them to give us referrals to our real estate business, but we've never really sent them a referral? Like, how do we create a business relationship with our sphere, given our busy schedule? That may be easier than you think, and that's what we're talking about today. How to stop feeling like you're bothering people when you're asking for business. I've got a cool trick to share with you. All right, cue the intro. Welcome to the Influential Real Estate Marketing Podcast, where agent entrepreneurs come to learn how to generate and convert more leads by using the latest in technology, social media, and lead generation systems. Here are your hosts, national speakers and veteran agents, Amber and The Rook. Hey guys. Dang, that intro is good. I'm so excited to talk about this. Now, today's episode is being sponsored by Sphere Influencer, the single most effective Sphere marketing strategy to build relationships and get more referrals than ever before. Now, you guys can check that out today at GetSphereInfluencer.com. All right, now, if you're looking to get more referrals from your Sphere of Influence, and we're about to lay out a strategy to make this happen. Now, disclaimer, this is not a magic pill but a systematic way to lead generate to your sphere for continued referrals. Now, did you hear that systematic way? That means tiny little things done daily to yield big results. You sound good? All right, cool. Sounds pretty genius to right? me. Right? <laughs> well, we try. Now, why are we talking about this is, gosh, I can't, I'm just going to be vulnerable and say that there were so many days I woke up just dreading doing my lead generation time. And what about you, Jason? Just Yeah, it wasn't something I just woke up and was like, yeah, bring it. <laughs> you know, I remember just at first I was excited when I first got in the biz, just because it was something new, right? But ongoing to have a successful business, lead generation has to be part of your daily life. And after a while, pretty quickly, to be honest, that excitement wore off. And I'd oh. wake up, I know, and I'd be like, man... I know. I really don't want to lead generate today. I don't want to ask people for business. I don't want to ask them who you know. I feel like I'm bothering them. I don't know what to say. I feel like I'm damaging relationships. And my energy level was just so low around that lead generation time. And that's not a win, guys. That's not a win for your people because when you feel low, you're transmitting that to them. But it's also not a win for you because if you're having that feeling then you're not going to want to continue to lead generate. And that means you're going to have a business that's pretty shaky. Yeah. And, and I like the fact that you bring up that self-talk that we all have. And it always happens either right before we go to bed or right when we get up in the morning is it, that's where our mind will naturally or go. Both. That's the flesh. It's always going to take us to that dark side of, of, oh, I got to do this. Um, so how can we change this? How do we wake up? And it's like, you know what? I'm about to change some lives. <laughs> Exactly. Can you imagine the difference of waking up one way versus the other? Now, what was the pivotal point for me to make that change? Was It was multiple things, but it was really about you. if you think you can, you can. And if you think you can't, you can't. But right. I personally had to feel like I'm bringing value to people in order to ask for their business. And when I realized there is a way to wake up and contact people and lead generate by just providing value. And when you provide value, it comes back to you. And when you're not thinking about yourself and you're thinking about just helping others, then you actually do get excited about 
hey, whose life can I make a difference in today? Whose business in my sphere can I help today? When you go about it that way, you guys, it's life changing. I know it sounds so simple, but when we take the focus off trying to get a deal and just focus on helping others, the deals will come. But of course, yeah. Easier said than done. So Jason's here to give us some strategies of how do we do that exactly? Because it's going to be a game changer. Well, this is all about focus. And so think about all the emotional and psychological things that happen when you start focusing on the things that you need. I think about, man, I got to ask for business. I don't feel like asking for things because it feels like I need it. And it's like a handout. And I got my pride I got to deal with. And that jumps in there. (laughs) You know, and all these emotions that attach to when we have to ask because I need something versus the emotional and psychological things that happen in your brain. It's like, I want to help somebody. Oh my gosh, that feeling you get when you help somebody out is amazing. I want to give versus take. And that's where this strategy comes into play. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I know agents, I've been guilty of this before, but I know agents that will not call their sphere even to ask for business. But yet, if you have a charity event right? And you need to help someone. You are, you're trying to help a worthy person or cause. You'll call everyone in your entire sphere to get into that fundraiser, but yet you won't call for your own business. So if you feel that way and you're not alone, this strategy will help you because you're going to wake up to help other people. And that's what you're passionate about. And that's what's actually going to give you the best in life and the best in your career, helping others that will automatically help your business. Now the mindset is there. I hear all the time from realtors like, look, I treat my clients like family. They're important to me. I, they're, 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 you know, we become friends after the transaction. I've got these people for life. And that's awesome. But there's a fundamental difference between you being excited and caring about my kids versus you going out of your way to help my business. Plus that's once you have them as a client, right? But how are you going to get them as a client if you're not caring about them? Well, that's kind of the whole thing. So how do we get to that point? So let's break it down. I want to give you some numbers first, because I like to put this into perspective of just what we're talking about here. Now, if we're going to focus on helping someone's business, and then in turn, obviously, this is more uh, the bigger picture of the, the reciprocity law, but just to give you some context that according to the National Conference of State Legislatures, um, it's the uh, NCSL.org for wow, short. that's a lot. Right? Um, it is 96.2% of this country uh, is employed. Okay, and I, I like to say it that way versus saying, well, the unemployment rate is this. I like to say positive. Let's talk about the employment rate. Um, and then... Of that 96.2%, 98% of those employed are with a company of less than 100 people. And that's according to the SBECouncil.org. Uh, Think about this, that of all the people that are employed by a company, most of those companies are smaller or have fewer than 100 employees. That's, that's pretty powerful right there. And the reason why I say that is that think about your sphere. And, and, and where they're employed at, this is a company that I, I know would be great to be the go-to uh, real estate agent for a massive corporation. That would be awesome. We're thinking like big, big companies. But what if we started helping out the people that you know that have smaller companies mm-hmm. and go for those people? Because you could be- actually have more momentum there Absolutely. than in the, th- in the company with thousands. Yeah, so... So why are we talking about sphere and not going, well, what about like businesses around the neighborhood I'm trying to farm? 
And it's all about the idea of conversion. Okay, in our last podcast, we talked about increasing conversion. Uh, the focus is your sphere. Why? Because your sphere is going to convert faster than strangers. Why? Because strangers don't know you. <laughs> and who better to help anyway than the people you already know and care about? I mean, that's just kind of a no-brainer, right? right? We would start there. And think about you. Would you take help from a stranger or a friend first? Like if you had someone come up and say, hey, man, I'd love to help your business. You're like, "You're what are you selling? Let's just go ahead. Let's have it. Come on right now. <laughs> what do you want? But if what do you want, right? But if you got a friend going, hey, you know, I I think I might have something to help your business. You're more inclined to listen to them, mm-hmm. and more inclined to accept that help. So I want you to be thinking about this. And what I love about talking is, is from the consumer perspective. Why? Because you have a business yourself. So if you had a friend of yours coming to help you with your business, oh my gosh, you'd feel so indebted to them mm-hmm. and you'd feel grateful to that. And all these emotions that you would feel with a friend helping your business, that's what we want to teach you to give to other people. Yeah. Because before we get into the detail of how, how do we find out what they do for a living, I'd like to just say that um, I remember a coach asking me one time, hey, the same question that you asked, do you know what everybody in your sphere does for a living? And I was like, well, no. He's like, but yet you expect them all to remember what you do for a living and well, send yeah. you referrals. <laughs> huh. Yes, I do. Mm. And you know what? That just doesn't make sense, you guys. So we're not saying this topic as a manipulation tool. This is not about manipulation. Right. This is about waking up to help others. This is about providing value. And that really was a huge eye-opener for me. If I don't know what they do for a living and I'm not helping them on a regular basis, how do I expect them to do the same for me? And also, what kind of legacy am I leaving if I'm not helping others? So at that point, I became kind of obsessed in my lead generation time that not only do I need to reach out to new leads, obviously, but I need to be providing value to my sphere. And that's what we do in the Sphere Influencer Program. But also part of providing value is knowing what your sphere does for a living and how you can help them. Because how do you provide value to someone that you don't even know what they do or what is valuable to them? This is such a key uh, philosophy of a marketer. And if you know anything about this podcast, that's how we talk to you. We don't talk to you like realtors. We talk to you like marketers because you don't get to be a realtor until you're a a really amazing marketer. That's hashtag truth. A marketer, is going to find out what their audience wants and then give it to them. And so instead of thinking about, oh, they want uh, this idea or they want this stuff and they want, oh, the they want, staging tips. they want, yeah, they want these really cool handouts and do this. And they want party ideas. How do you know? <laughs> they want the cowboy schedule, even though there's some people out there that hate the cowboys. I'm going to give them a cowboy schedule because they all want that. Yeah. How do you know? And so the idea that if you could let your audience, your sphere, author, the plan, tell you what they want. Wouldn't it be easier? And like, it can't be wrong if they author it. Exactly. Like, wouldn't it be it's so easy to wake up, know exactly what these people want? Why? Because they told you. There's no guesswork. <laughs> yeah. That would be awesome. So not only do we want to become obsessed with providing value to our sphere and figuring out what businesses are they in, how could we help them in their lives, but also keep in mind, this is also a great strategy to grow your sphere. And we talk about this in our program too, because a lot of times if your sphere is not very large, this is a great place to start growing your sphere is through providing value to businesses. So not only to your sphere, but like you said earlier, new businesses because then those new businesses become your sphere right Right. so it it all melds in together 
All right, so what we're talking about before we lay out the strategy is the law of reciprocity. And the definition of reciprocity is the practice of exchanging things with others for mutual benefit. And I think that sums it up perfectly. That if you can provide my business with value, and how do you provide business with value? What's, what, what, all, what do all businesses want? More business, referrals, mm-hmm. right? Well, so, and if they say something different, that's fine too. Because if they say, well, listen, I actually don't need more business right now. What I need is a new front desk person. Oh, yeah. or what I need is a new uh, accountant because I'm drowning. You know, every business needs something different. But if you can provide value in whatever that is, it still counts. Yeah, I think that we lose sight of that. If you are constantly providing value, then you are seen as valuable. What? Somebody tweet that right now. That was amazing. I just, that just <laughs> that came out of my head. That was a tweetable moment. Right? Come on now. Post that someplace. So if they were to start a spreadsheet or use their CRM for what does their sphere do for a living? And again, if you're a sphere influencer, we, we do have forms that help you do this online. What, what should they do, Jay? And where would they start gathering that information? And how would that need to, how can you start this? Yeah, because I know I'm talking to all my D personalities. You're like, look, you're 13 minutes in. Let's go. Let's go. I got, I got stuff to do. All right. So let's Get go the ahead. Point, and, let's, I'm about let's, to tell my assistant how to do this. So. <laughs> Hold on. Let me pa- press pause now. Give it to your assistant so we can, you know, I'll, I'll, hello, assistant, and welcome. No. Um, all right. So how, let's, let's break it down to the systematic part. This is, this is where my brain kind of kicks in. And the first off is I got to find my sphere. Now, I know where your sphere is. It's in your CRM tool someplace. Maybe it's in your phone. (laughs) Maybe it's in your phone. Maybe it's in your email. It's it's spread out. We we really want them in one place, but that's that's for another podcast. Um, Let me give you some really great places to find your sphere. But again, we're not looking for your sphere. We're looking for your sphere and figuring out what business they have. And so we could go to LinkedIn. That is massive. Uh, and, and if you're listening going, oh, man, I don't even remember my password to LinkedIn. Okay, well, guess what? Every website has a forgot password thing. So get your password, get into LinkedIn, and start looking for your sphere. And even better than that, LinkedIn says, hey, let's find your, uh, your sphere for you. Give us access to your email address, and we'll go find all your people. That's a really amazing tool, and you could find out what these people do for a living, where they work, and that's a great place to start. Another place, Facebook. Hey, you're already on Facebook anyway, and I guarantee you're probably friends with some of your sphere, but have you ever looked for their business page? Mm, Good point. Good point. Are you keeping up with their business page when they asked you to like it and you ignored it? Mm, Oh, man. Maybe not the best thing to do. Oh, stingy right there. All right. (laughs) Another place you can go and find them is uh, their blog. Do they have a blog? What about their company's website? I mean, if they're a small business owner, do they have a website? I mean, everyone's got a website, right? Do they have a newsletter for their business? What about a Twitter account, Instagram, Pinterest? Do you see where I'm going? These people are online someplace. So why not start to research and find them? I think LinkedIn and Facebook will be your two best bets. And that's why you had those at the top probably. Because those would be your fastest resources to really figure out what somebody's doing. Now, if you have a relationship with some of these people, um, you might be embarrassed to ask them what they do. You know, I've actually had to call people with an I'm sorry script mm. before. Oh, give, give the I'm sorry script because well, I don't this really is, know if I have it memorized, but it was something along the lines of, um, I used to have it memorized cause I had to say it a lot. <laughs> I apologize now for putting I on a spot like them, that. So I don't have to, it's been a while since I've done that, but wh- how cool would it be if it was like, you know, so, you know, that feeling you get when you're embarrassed to reach out to sphere because it's been like nine years. No, it's been like <laughs> however long it's been since you've talked to them. And so sometimes it's just like, hey, Sarah, it's Amber with Influential Realty, and I'm calling to say I'm sorry. 
And they're like, what? What? Yeah. Um, I was going through my CRM today, which is my contact system. And I saw your name and I realized I haven't talked to you in so long. And I noticed online that you were uh, doing, you know, whatever it is. That she's a florist. Do. Let's make her Let's a, florist. She's, she's a florist. she's a florist. Man, I feel bad. I am so sorry. There's so many times in my business where I could have referred business to a florist and I didn't realize that you were a florist. Are you still doing that for a living? Is that what you still do? And if so, could you benefit from referrals? You know, something along those lines. And most of the time they're going to say, yes, I could benefit from referrals. And they're not um, mad at this point, Mm -mm. even if they like, I know what she's doing. She's in sales and she's wanting to give me referrals. So I give her referrals. It doesn't matter if they know what you're doing. It's mutually beneficial. Plus I'm not going to use in my script and I will send you referrals. If you send me referrals, that's not what I'm going to do. That's the worst thing you can do. Please don't do that because you haven't earned the right to ask for those yet. So I just wanted to call and contact you to say, I'm sorry for not keeping better, keeping up with you and for not having contacted you in all this time, please update me. What are you doing for a living? Is there anything I can do to help you in your business? Are they really gonna get mad at those kinds of scripts when no. you're trying to help them? Only if you turn around and be like, hmm. Well, yeah, so so if you've got someone, and again, put yourself in a perspective of a, of a customer. Someone calls you up and apologizes straight up. I love that you just kind of put it out there. Look, I'm sorry, I haven't been keeping up. I found out what you do and I'm blown away. Imagine what you're thinking. You're thinking, okay, here it comes. And what if it doesn't? You know what I'm saying? That that pivotal moment where it's say, so just let you know I'm in real estate. And if you name referrals, Mm-mm. if you take that away, that is a pattern interrupt. They were expecting something. You didn't give it to them. And they're like, wow, that's awesome. Please do not bring up real estate. It's not about you. This call is not about you. It's about yeah. them. We only bring up real estate when we have a solid relationship with somebody. You haven't earned the right yet at this point if you haven't reconnected with them in a long time. Now, I will tell you, it's going to be their instinct to automatically after you're offering to help them. And then you say, if you could benefit from referrals, what would that look like? Let them author the plan. Don't say, well, here's what I can do and here's what I can do. No, 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 no. It's, could you benefit from referrals? If they say yes, which almost always they do, say, okay, what would that look like? What's the perfect client? How would I know that this person's a great person to refer to you? And if they author the plan, it can't be wrong. You just listen and you you make notes. If they say, no, I couldn't benefit from referrals, which I've only had one person do that was a firefighter. Nice. (laughs) And, And I said, okay, well, is there anything else I can do to help you and your family? And he says, actually... My wife is at a job where she needs an assistant. Her assistant quit and she's been miserable and and tired. Do you know anybody that's good at X, Y, Z? And I started to think about and reach out to my people to see who, who are some names I could refer to him, okay? And so it's not about just if they need referrals or not. It's how can you provide value in their life? Yeah. And don't be surprised if they automatically say, well, how can I help you? Right. That's human nature. It's human nature. Now, if they do do that, don't be cheesy and be like, what do you mean? How could you help? No. What do you okay. mean? Oh, nothing. No, we're I'm not going to bring it up, but let's not also lie. Okay. Right. So it's like, well, I'm a real estate agent, but you know, I could, uh, if you know anybody that is looking to buy or sell, you know, I'd love the opportunity to earn the right to be able to talk to them. That's what I like to say if they ask, right. because I'm not assuming at this point when I haven't talked to you in forever that you're going to give me that referral. But I, but if they ask, then I'll say, I'd love to earn the right to get those referrals when you do run across somebody. All right. So the first step in this process, going back to it, is to find your sphere's business. And we've gave you some really great resources online that you can start to look at. LinkedIn, Facebook, blog, website, newsletter, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, you name it. Find their business. Okay. 
Think about how hard you work. Think about that you work from eight to faint, that you are, you know, from the time you get up to the time you go to bed is all about real estate. Well, guess what? For a small business owner, it's the same way. So just be thinking about that. Now, what do you do once you find them? Mm-hmm. Now, okay. I do want to, is it okay if I give one more idea on how they yeah. can find out? Sure. Uh, thanks, babe. I will allow it. <laughs> Thank you. So um, one thing that we teach our sphere influencers do to get the information to your sphere is also by sending a video email out to your sphere list and just really talking. Now, if you haven't contacted them forever, it's better to do the script we just gave. But yeah. if you have a relationship with them, then we'd send a video email talking about how, hey, my focus is really to not only just be a real estate partner, but it's to bring massive value to you and your family. So please click this link to let me know how I can do that. And when they do that, it sends them to a form or a landing page that we've created that asks them how we can help their business. What kind of referrals do they need? How would we best refer to them? So it's saying everything we said, but in a way that they could do it easily from their phone at work, right? And once we gather that information, it goes onto a spreadsheet. Those are all things you guys could do too as as a backup plan to some of the social media channels. That is good. You guys get that? You're welcome. Awesome. So good, okay. All right, so now that you found him, now what? Okay, here comes the fun part. Um, no matter <laughs> fun part for the data guy. <laughs> the fun part for the data guy. Here comes the fun part. Once you find your sphere's business online, okay, then the first three are simple: like, share, subscribe. Like their page, subscribe to their newsletter, subscribe to their blog. Start to share their content that you see. Is please don't just share it to share it. Okay, don't share it to just get in front. Share it if it's valuable content that you want to put out there. There are some people out there putting out some amazing content that you want to share. Yeah, your people could benefit from it too. It's not your competitor. Imagine the change in your business. Instead of sharing some random, dare I say, political post that's probably going to anger some people, what if you shared valuable content from your sphere's business? Mm, so good. Right? I mean, think about all the things you share on a regular basis. You see something you like, you share it, right? Without any thought, and you're giving traffic to that person who you don't really know, right? What if you could focus on your spheres posts? What if they could be the ones you're sharing this great Mm -hmm. content to, right? And if by subscribing to those newsletters, you guys, it isn't just to placate them. It's to actually care about what's going on in their lives. If their business is offering a sale, for instance, that your entire sphere could benefit from, wouldn't that be good to know? Wouldn't that be good to share on your page with people? Awesome stuff. And then this strategy is from more of a a Facebook strategy, but it works on pretty much anything, is that you're going to comment and ask a question. If they on, on where they're like sharing media posts. Exactly. Okay, so if gotcha. they post an article on LinkedIn from their company, then I'm going to comment. Oh my gosh, it's a great article. Hey, what are your thoughts on this? Right. Start and I'm going that to conversation. engage them. I want to start that conversation with them. I want to show them that I'm their biggest fan mm-hmm. because if I'm their biggest fan, the law of reciprocity is going to kick in and they're going to become mine. Let me tell but here's a quick, and it's awesome. You're loving it. I know you are. <laughs> But while you're getting all these ideas and the juice is starting to flow and you're going to be like, man, yes, I got to find these people. I'm going to comment, ask questions. Let me tell you what you're not going to do. All right. Real quick. Don't be negative. All right. If you don't like something they do, like I say this a lot with Yelp because people want to go on Yelp and talk bad about a business that's right outside the neighborhood they're farming. Um, It's not the business owner's fault if the waiter's having a bad day. Okay. Um, So don't be negative. Try to see the positive in things. Uh, Plus, I don't want to work with somebody who I see as being negative everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Right? This is your sphere we're talking about. Second one, 
please don't give advice. This is going to be hard. Is this a tip for me as your wife? <laughs> no. <laughs> I no. feel like this is written. Maybe I'm, what? maybe I'm having a moment. Because here's the thing. <laughs> as a business owner yourself, maybe they're trying something that you tried in the past. Maybe they're going down a road that maybe you're familiar with. Please don't give them advice unless they ask for it. Ooh, that's really hard for me. It is. It is. Well, it's not just, it's I'm sure it's for a lot of people. My alpha personality is like, look, you know what? This would be so much better if you did this way. <laughs> we think we're helping, but yeah. that does not come across. Well. I, I, find, I think I just did that five minutes ago when you were, <laughs> when we were talking about this podcast. I find myself, you know, looking at people's posts and it's like, you know what? If they knew about this hashtag strategy, they'd probably get more likes. And I fight the urge to reach out and say, hey, oh, yeah. awesome post. But you know <laughs> what? Is said i'm gonna call so and so right now i'm like it's nine o'clock at night and they did not ask you for your advice so hey the struggle is real as a business owner as a marketer as a wife we want to try to say look i'm trying to and here's the thing it's it's you're trying to be helpful you're trying to say hey i've been down this road let me give some shortcuts let me spare you some mistakes that i made and in your head you're thinking that but what they're receiving as is hey let me tell you how to run your business how oh, would you feel if someone did that to you? I'm okay. Sorry, babe. <laughs> so what are you apologizing for? This, this is, is not... business advice and I'm taking this as marriage advice. Hey, this is a twofer. <laughs> wow. Hey, maybe. Maybe we're helping some people out with their marriage. Okay. And then the last one is please don't talk about real estate. If they are posting content from their business and trying to help their clients, please don't bust in there with some real estate advice or kind of tie it to, well, what we do is, mm. right? That statement never ends well because you're making it all, That's like the most annoying statement. You're making it all about you. Oui, oui, oui. So here I've got this guy who's got a dry cleaning business. Him and his wife have owned for 13 years and they're, they've, they finally got on Facebook business page. They finally figured it out. They're putting some great content on there. And then you want to bust up with, and if you're looking for a home, that's not about you. <laughs> Now, he's not saying you never get to talk about real estate, so everybody mm -hmm. calm down. What we're saying is when you're providing value to someone else and sharing their content, it's not about you at that moment. Exactly. Okay? That's good stuff. So I want to share what being top of mind truly means. We hear this a lot. If you want business, you got to say top of mind. How do you say top of mind? I like the radio voice. I like the radio voice. I'm listening to the radio voice. Being top of mind is a choice, okay? And, and, and my queen's going to help me out with this because I'm about to go black and white on y'all, all right? The power of choice is I'm going to share content from a stranger or share it from my sphere. The power of choice is I'm going to choose to randomly watch YouTube videos or I'm going to watch YouTube videos from my sphere's channel to see what they've got going on. And the gray area that I live in says that if there's somebody that's not your sphere, that's po providing powerful content that could benefit your sphere, then go and meet that person and get a relationship with them and make them your sphere too. Mm. Okay. That's how I grew my sphere by 200 in one year was by strategically going out and meeting more business professionals and entrepreneurs that I respected getting in relationship with them, providing value, and then they became sphere. So you get the best of both worlds. Think about your world. And I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, I'll, I'll talk about Instagram just for a second. I'm doing a deep dive into, into Instagram, deconstructing it. Um, who do you follow on Instagram? Do you follow people from your sphere? Or are you following like the brands and celebrities that you like? And there's nothing wrong with that. Please don't think I'm saying that, but why not follow your sphere too? Mm-hmm. Thinking about Facebook, we like all these business pages. What about your your 
your spheres business? Do we follow them? Mm-hmm. So there's massive opportunity for us to say, hey, I'm going to follow a stranger, I'm going to follow my friends. So just be thinking about that. Um, I, I want you to, once you figure out, start to bring them what they need. Mm-hmm. And because what if do, they author the plan, it can't be wrong, If they right? author just the plan, it can't be value. wrong. And just a side tip, pro tip. Pro tip, hashtag pro, pro tip. tip. You know, in the Sphere Influencer Program, we teach them how to make Facebook lists to really keep up with their sphere of influence. Yeah. And just a pro tip is you can actually follow business pages what? on Facebook lists as well. So if your sphere has businesses that you want to follow, you can also add them to your Facebook list. Man, that was just a bomb. She just dropped. You can create a list, and instead of putting people on there, you put businesses. Your sphere's what? businesses. That That's is huge. Good. Man, ending with a bomb right there. That is awesome. All right, guys, so here's a question. What is the first step you're going to take to bring value to your sphere's business? All right. Who are the first 10 people that you're going to add to this strategy? We don't have to do them all, but let's just start with 10. Who are those 10 people? Start with your VIPs. Start with your VIPs. Oh, what a great idea. Your A's, your VIPs, whatever you call them. What if you start with those people? Right. And then the last one, the hardest question, what date will you start this? Oh, making it real. Accountability. Making it real. All right, guys, thanks so much for joining us today. If you like what you've heard, remember to subscribe to our podcast so you can listen to future episodes and leave us a review. We're new. We need some reviews. And of course, we'd love it if you share it with a friend today. Now, if you want exclusive content and free tips on the latest in real estate marketing and lead generation, then join our insiders email list by going to influentialagent.com. And lastly, remember that God has given you everything you need to succeed. All you need to do is take action. We'll see you next time. All right, guys. Later.